Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Welcome. Great to get some time together today. Thanks so much for joining us at the Faith Baptist Church podcast. It's great to be a child of God. Great to be a part of his family. Um, I love being saved, being a a part of an independent, soul-winning, separated Baptist church. I love being married to a woman, having kids that all got married and having grandkids. Our 11th grandchild was born recently. And there's an awful lot of good. Now, there's there's some junk in this world, bad enough that Jesus wept and uh, sweat great drops of blood and and prayed, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. So Jesus, uh, the perfect son of God, had, had burdens. There were problems in his world. Uh, he wept at Lazarus' tomb, and he was tired in the ship, and he slept in it through a storm. And there, there's problems, but I want to talk about the real problem today. There's a lot of terms people throw out, a lot of reckless use of slanderous accusations, and, and I'm going to really step for some politically incorrect lines today. So if you're of the more gentle ear, uh, just shut it off now and pick up another one. You'll be happier. No point in you having an, another reason to to hate me. But um, there are terms that become popular. They just are things people say, and they use them over and over. And they use them without brains. They, they're used without facts, without logic. Christians pick up the word like judging. Oh, you're judging. You're just judging. Um, or... or um, Christians will say, you're a legalist. That's a real common thing because of us believing in holiness. Now, the Bible uh, talks about holiness constantly. And the Bible does not talk about legalism anywhere except in the book of Galatians when they were trying to add good works of the law to salvation. That's a legalist. You're saying legal, keeping the law is what gets you saved. That's a biblical uh, type of a term. And of course, we aren't. We're all about grace and um, forgiveness by the blood of Christ. But Christians, oh, you're you're a legalist. You're judging. I think you, you couldn't even articulate those words. You couldn't define those words. You certainly couldn't scripturally defend those words. But in culture, it's that way. Climate change, man, that's a big one. We ought to be so concerned about climate change. And I'm so when when I hear people out in the world or even in Christian circles trying to raise a panic, you can be sure there's money behind it and there's power behind it. And there's uh, often hatred behind it and the climate change. A global crisis is a term people talk about. Oh, we got this global crisis going. Of course, everybody wants to make it global because that's all going toward the tribulation time. There's going to be a one world government, one world religion, one world economy, one world military. And it is so close. Man, COVID showed us how quickly the world could all come under the thumbscrews of one small group of tyrannical people. And uh, climate change is going to be it. You put climate change on one side and COVID and healthcare on the other, and you're going to find our world united. I remember as a kid thinking, how could you get a one world everything? Because Muslims aren't going to agree with Jehovah Witnesses, and Mormons aren't going to agree with Baptists. And, and um, I just didn't see any way it would possibly work. And but you know what? It's not about religion. It's about it's it's looks to me this generation. It looks like it's going to be COVID and and uh, climate change, global climate. If we're going to save humanity, um, 
And then there's racist. That's a term that, that gets thrown out so much. Uh, all people love to use the term racist. You're a racist. You're a racist. They've never examined you. They've never followed you. They've never tracked your your lifestyle or your patterns of behavior. Um, I love the, uh, the, the one gal that was called racist and she's married to somebody in another race and and um and uh, different well, the big name in popularity larry elder um you know he's he's just the he's just a great guy and and um i've got so many people that i admire and respect from different ethnic groups and and then somebody stupidly um you know calls someone a racist and it's just a slur it's just like you know it's like, like a cuss word and um but you know, it's it's for several things. Now, I'm going to talk today about the real problem uh, on all this. But how about this statement? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Now, of course, that was said about Jesus. And if there was ever a racist slur, that was one. But let's take the word Nazareth out and let's put in. Can anything good come out of Portland? Uh, Watts? Can anything good come out of Mexico? Well, we would we would throw fits over that kind of thing. Can any good, anything good come out of Nazareth was said about Jesus. And Jesus' response, he didn't even bother, he didn't even bother acknowledging the statement was made. Now, I understand there have been racist people and racist cultures. Uh, Adolf Hitler, um, as far as my understanding of history, believed you were not a fair-haired, blue-eyed German. You were inferior, and he wanted you dead. And uh, there's certainly a lot of individuals throughout many time periods that um, they had their race against another and a lot of um, tribal wars that, that go on in different places around the world you and i couldn't even tell one from another but they could and they want to e eradicate that other tribe whether it's the arapaho and the apache or whether it's a middle eastern sunni and shiites or whether it be some tribes in south america or africa these tribal people that don't look that much different to us, but these, um, so there, there is, to say there's no racism is ridiculous. Um, Russia would like to rule the world. And um, these tyrannical ruler, Hitler wanted to rule the world. And uh, I think the Japanese had a pretty, I wonder if the Japanese and if, if Japanese and, and Germans had won in the, their battle at World War II, I wonder who'd have really ended up ruling. But um, and, and I don't deny there's a lot of individuals who have all kinds of, uh, to, to be prejudices, to prejudge. I see a guy walking down the street with a dirty old pair of jeans and dirty leather jacket and tattoos all over and earrings and hair, you know, all over the place and chains around his waist. I, I'm going to prejudge that man. I'm going to make a judgment on what I see. And uh, one of my friends many years ago, he had his family out from the Midwest, and he's walking on the road, and these people walking toward him look just like I just now described, two or three rough bikers. And he thought, oh, this is not good. These guys are they're focused on us. I could tell it. And uh, he said they got right up to him and pulled out a gospel track, gave it to him, and said, we'd like to give you this and tell you that Jesus saves. And, and uh, that's prejudice to prejudge, and all of us prejudge in some area. If I'm at Walmart and I see the Walmart bland, brand of something versus the name brand, I prejudge the name brand to be better. It may or may not be better, but I, and we all do it, whether it be a car or a food or, you know, whatever it might be. But but we're talking, and, and, and all of us understand, we're talking about people. But 
there's an excessive use and a thoughtless use of that word, and and that that bothers me. Um, and of course, I've got a right to be bothered if I want to. And that 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 to recklessly throw out a term like that that is so slanderous, uh, you're accusing somebody of thinking they are better because of how they look, and and that's that's an evil thing to say of somebody. Um, and I know um, I just lost a bunch of people with those comments, but I challenge you to do something. Look around. You that uh, maybe you have a friend, uh, somebody you know that is. Um, anti-America because we're such a racist nation. Challenge him to do this. And each day, give him one of these things and keep pushing him and keep pushing him. Say, I'd like you to go home. When you get time, do a, do a Google search for top German politicians and then see what they look like. And then the next day, have him do Romanian athletes and see what they look like. And then the next day, ask him to do a, 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 an image search for Russian entertainers. And then the next day, have them do a search for top Middle Eastern terrorists and, and just keep it up. You know, Yugoslavian pool players and Chinese ping pong players. You know, you look at the American Olympic team and look at any other Olympic team and tell me we're a racist society. Go ahead, Google across America's politicians. Do a, an image search of top uh, business CEOs in America, they're gender dif di different. They're they're different in gender. They're different in race. They're different in physical character traits in their backgrounds. Uh, you search German anything, and they're going to be Germans. You search Romanian anything, they're going to be Romanians. You search Chinese whatever, they're going to be Chinese. And there will be a very very few rare exceptions. But when my wife and I got to go to Europe, we we really enjoyed the trip. But um, you know, driving around, we realized when we were in Germany, everybody's German. And we were in Switzerland, everybody was Swiss. And um, they're all very ethnically divided. And then we came back to America, and Americans are Americans. And it's not color or height or background, it's us. It's a, it's a belief in freedom. It's a belief in independence. It's a belief in, in Judeo-Christian values all kind of things, but but Americans are are so diverse in their roots. I'm I am weary of people blaming um, um, sin on racism. Um, it's not racist; it's a sin. Let's just be honest. When somebody harasses someone because of how they look, that's a sin. Forget the word racist is 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 abused. It's sinful. The the second great commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. You know, for me, I've been made fun of. Um, but since I'm a white male, I can't claim racism, but I can claim sin. I've been slandered and ridiculed and lied about. I'm, I can't claim racism because I'm a Nor Norwegian that's left-handed. Um, I've been falsely accused. I've had people, preacher brethren, separate from me, and I've had Christian brothers separate from me over things that were lies. But I can't claim racism because I'm a 60-year-old middle-class working white male that married a female and I've kept my vows so I, I can't claim any racism um that's a it's not a proper term the issue is sin that's evil that's the world I've spoken recently about it a couple of times it's it's an evil world Jesus in Galatians says he did, came to deliver us from this present evil world now you don't don't take any of the problems that I've had and uh, if you took the problems I've had and you put them in anyone else's life, 
And if they were the right race, then it would be called a racist thing. But it was not race for me because I'm me and um, nobody can be racist toward a white person. Um, you're not a victim, you're a human. You're not being picked on because of anything personal. You're being picked on because it's a sinful world and you live in it. I've had some of the ugliest things said to me because I'm a Baptist preacher, in particular an independent Baptist preacher. And I've done none of the things that they slanderously accuse. I've never been involved in any of the malicious things that um, they might have um, known others to do. But because they knew A, B, and C, they just threw me in with them. And and, and I've had the, the most wicked things um, thrown at me. And I think, I wish we could talk facts here, but you have a major heart problem. It's a sin problem. And it's not race. It is prejudice because they are prejudging me because I'm an independent Baptist. But I don't call it, it's not prejudice. It's, it's sin. It's evil. These people are, they're deceitful and they're liars. Uh, I'm not saying there's no racist comments made or no racist actions. I'm just saying, call it what it is. People are sinful and people need to get saved. We don't need to make laws that we have to love each other. We need to get people saved, baptized in a good Bible-believing church, growing in grace, and they will love each other. The problem is not suing someone for um, ethnic um, inequality on a job site. The issue is get that person saved so they're not going to hell. They're of their father, the devil. We need to get them of the father, the heavenly father. Uh, could, could, you, could you see Jesus? He's on Calvary. His nails is in his hands, his feet, beaten beyond recognition, spit on, lied about, made fun of, stripped naked, humiliated before the world. Could you hear him crying out? You're all prejudiced. You're, you're prejudiced against single 33-year-old Jewish men. He couldn't scream out racist. No, he said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. You know, when I, I was in college, I played a little college basketball, very little, um, but I didn't get to play that much. And basically it was because the because I wasn't that good. And uh, nobody has a problem with that. It had nothing to do with my background or my ethnicity. I wasn't good enough. And if I wanted to be better, I had to work at it. And... Um, we had a good friend of mine, a, a black gentleman, a good Christian man. He's going to marry this gal, and, and she happened to be white. And um, and oh, and, and and I told him, I said, I just don't, I don't think this is a good thing. And and he had that root, you know, feeling that it was because she was white and he was black. And I said, this girl is not up to your caliber. She's she's not going to be a good wife. She's not going to be what you hope she is. Um, this, this guy was a quality Christian man, and she was not a bad girl. She just was not, she didn't have the convictions he had. She didn't have the stand she, that he had. She didn't have the, the, the character, the Christian character he had, and the, it wasn't going to work. It just wasn't. And, um, and, and he, he, we stayed friends. It was not an issue. I, I married him. There was nothing sinful going on. I just thought, this isn't going to work. He's not a good pair because this, this guy is strong and straight and this girl, I don't think she's that strong, and I don't think she has his convictions. And and again, I didn't think she, I didn't know one thing bad about the girl. She just wasn't what he was. And um, but the fact is, um, a couple of years later, he came along, and after the marriage broke up, 
And he said, I wish I'd listened to you, preacher. And um, the whole arrangement was very sad, the whole family thing. A lot of people hurt through it. It wasn't, my statements weren't racist. My statements were religious. She didn't think about life and religion like he did. Um, this is the issue is marrying someone with the same values and goals and lifestyle. And um, you know, our country's got a lot of problems. But I can tell you, um, you and I have our own problems. But if you'll be honest, there's no country on the planet more diverse, more accepting, more willing to give people a chance than the United States. That that Googling pictures, go ahead, do a do a computer search of the in pictures of famous newscasters. Do a search of top CEOs, politicians, athletes, actresses, singers, you name it. And there they are so diverse. And what a great country we live in. Do we have sinners in our country? Absolutely. That's a stupid question even to ask. Um, are there sinners in other countries? Absolutely. That's a, that's a dumb question to ask as well. But uh, I'm not going to go with the... Uh, I'm not going to bring up the ideas that some people have of where's crime coming from and who's hurting who. I'm just, look, we're sinners. We're sinners. Now, the solution, the real problem, we need to start churches. We need to get people going soul winning. We need to get carnal Christian fathers into church three times a week and get those daddies teaching Sunday school, going out soul winning, teaching their children how to live the Christian life. And instead of these dads sitting around watching ball games, drinking beer, claiming they live in a racist society when 40 to 70% of the children in America are living in homes without dads. We have a dad problem. When moms are more likely to be in church than dads, we have a dad problem. When dads are more likely to booze it up on a regular basis than moms, we have a dad problem. And the same is true with gender. Girls, soccer teams complain because they don't get paid as much as the guys' soccer players. But you can't. girls can't fill a stadium. People don't come to watch a bunch of girls play soccer. They come to watch the guys play. Um, out of mercy, our coach let a girl try out for the high school guys basketball team. She just wasn't any good. Uh, we like girls. I, every guy on the basketball team liked girls as far as I knew, but they're, they're just not as good an athlete. And girls don't draw crowds. The stadiums are filled with men who want to watch men play ball or fight or wrestle. Uh, that's not what God created ladies for. If ladies would sit back, oh, I'm about to get more and more in trouble. If ladies would sit back and get to God, figure out what their God-given abilities are and use them, they could be stars like anybody else. You don't see anybody discriminating against women singers. There's women actresses everywhere. Uh, the issue isn't they're girls. It's just they're not that good at sports. And um, the, WNBA, the WNBA, the Women's National Basketball Association, they're not any good. Uh, they couldn't compete against the average college team. Probably high school teams could beat some of them. They're just not that good. They're not bad. They're not bad ladies. They're just trying to do something that they're not very good at, not compared to the NBA. Uh, I know I've not faced what you've faced, but uh, would you at least be intelligent enough to accept the fact that you've not faced what I've faced either? This victim mentality that permeates our society is crushing America. It's crushing our most basic values. The victim mentality is atheistic. It denies the presence of a loving and almighty God. The victim mentality denies the sovereignty of God and the presence of God as if these things are happening to me or you and God is somewhere absent and doesn't know. It takes all the responsibility off you and me to be what we're supposed to be and do what we're supposed to do and, and it just leaves me hating the world. And that's not right. 
No, we're to, we're to do our job, and then we're going to go to God and say, God, you help me be the best I can be. The, the answer to the problems we've got is not calling somebody a racist or selfish or or making fun of people. The answer is we need people saved, baptized in good churches, and we need to see dads fulfilling their role as Christian fathers so boys can grow up seeing daddy loving God, singing hymns, reading his Bible. That is going to fix the problem, not just calling people a bunch of names.